You are listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. He does. Remarkable. Stunning. Welcome to the Five Rings Rio Olympic Preview. 9 4 a world record for Donovan Bailey in the gold medal. With Dwayne Rollins and Kevin Laramay. Welcome to another Rio Preview. This time we're going to look at the world of tennis. Tennis is, of course, one of the most recognizable sports in the world, let alone the Olympics. Doesn't really require much. A description, but if you're not familiar, I'd first off ask you to remove yourself from beneath the rocks that you're currently living. But with all due respect, you hit the ball over the net, you're trying to get past the opponent. Uh, lots of different rules there. You know, tennis. We all know tennis. I'm not going to explain tennis rules. I'd be condescending if I did that. Um, the Olympic tournament is a, a 64 team or 64 team, 64 player draw on the single side, a 32 player draw on the um, the double side. There are the four events in it. Uh, men's and women's singles, men's and women's doubles. Uh, there, as I said, uh, it's just a straight, uh, it's seeded, and then you draw into random positions after the seeds. They've seeded uh, 16 on the men's side and 16 on the women's side and 8 and eight on the uh, doubles side. So the first thing I'm going to stress here is this is not men's golf. This is a major Olympic sport in that has not been affected, sorry, a major world sport that has not been affected by by dropouts. This is, uh, if you look back at tennis's history in the Olympics, uh, back Seoul and Barcelona, before Atlanta, basically, it was very much like the golf tournament and the best athletes stayed away. With notable exceptions, they're all here. Unfortunately, Canada has one of those notable exceptions. I'll talk about him uh, when I get to the Canadian section. But you're talking about Djokovic, Serena, uh, Kerber, uh, Murray, Nadell, uh, um, Natakori, it goes on and on and on. Uh, they're in this draw. Venus is in it too. A lot of people probably on the women's side are hoping for a, a Serena-Venus final. Uh, certainly Americans are hoping for that. Unfortunately, that can't happen. They were hoping for it, I should say. Uh, they are on the same side of the draw, so they would have to play in a semifinal, but they both certainly can medal. Um, on the women's side of the draw, it is absolutely Serena's to lose. Uh, she has dominated this in the past. She's the defending champion. Uh, if her mind is made up uh, to win an event, she wins it. Uh, she is the, far and away one of the fav- most favorite gold medalists in this, or most likely gold medalists uh, coming into the uh, the Rio Games. Now, she has coughed up the hairball a little bit in uh, recent times at, at majors. She's coming off Wimbledon, which is maybe her favorite event, but uh, uh, she did struggle in Australia and France, so we'll see. Uh, I think Kerber is probably the most likely on the women's side to, to upset her, the number two seed there. If that were to happen, that would have to be in a final uh, on the men's side, defending champions Andy Murray, uh, you're looking at him as having a good chance, but this is Djokovic's time right now. Uh, Nadell is the third seed, so that's a bit fortunate for him, especially since it's hard court right here. I'd have to um, wonder whether that's, of course, uh, the place. Uh, Corey is uh, just coming off the final appearance at the Rogers Cup here in Toronto, so uh, he's play- has, he has a bit of a hot hand, but Djokovic handled him pretty easily in the final, so... This is an event in which you're, uh, the two number one players and the two dominant number one players in the world are both there and are both by far your favorites heading this. On the double side of the draw, a lot of people are going to be really cheering for the Venus, uh, Venus and Serena, uh, the Williams sisters, to, uh, to, to win a gold medal together. Uh, they have been in the past. They are the defending champions. 
uh, they are in with a good chance. They are the second seed in this. Uh, on the men's side of the draw, the another brother team, the Burry brothers, uh, Jamie and Andy, uh, they'll be a lot of people's sentimental picks as well. Um, it's very much on the double side, especially. It's a bit weird because a lot of the, the top teams um, are two different nations on the team. So some of those top teams you'd see in a in a, a Grand Slam or have been split up for the Olympics. They have to play with compatriots. But uh, most of them play Davis Cup, so they're used to playing them, you know, in, in Canada's case. And maybe I'll just move it to Canada right here. We are, of course, in the golden era of Canadian tennis. It's immensely popular right now. The athletes that are representing Canada, uh, their household names in this country. Unfortunately, one of them, the biggest name of all, Emile Shronik, is not there. He cited health concerns, said it was with a heavy heart that he withdrew, uh, mentioned Zika. One of the few uh, tennis players to do that. I think what's more realistically happening with Milos's case is that he wanted to focus on uh, what is viewed as probably a, a grand slam that he has a good chance in. And that, that's make no mistake that this is a major event on the tennis calendar, but it is the fifth major. It is not as um, prestigious as either of the annual or any of the annual four events. So I do believe that Milos is probably banged up a little bit. He's a big body that takes a beating out there. So they, they probably just determined that he needed um, some rest. It's unfortunate though, because based on how the seating did end up and the players, uh, the players that are there, uh, Federer is also not there. So um, that Raunick would have actually been slotted into the fourth seed, likely, had he shown up, and that would have put him en route for a, for a playing in a medal round if he'd gotten through. No sure thing, of course, in the men's draw, but it, it does seem like a medal potential was removed from the board when uh, when Milos pulled out. Papasol has replaced him on the men's side, and Papasol is a funny guy um, in the sense that he can get hot. He has made uh, a 1,000 tournament final before here in Toronto, actually, uh, he, he not just final semifinal here in Toronto before he has gone deep in tournaments. Uh, Monfils is his uh, first round opponent. That's a winnable match for him. And the thing about the draw, if he does get past Monfils, he's uh, on Nakakori's side of the draw or quadrant of the draw. So I would give him an outside chance if he gets through that first round to go pretty deep and maybe have an outside chance to to be in a, a bronze medal game. I, obviously, I don't think he's taken down any of the big big guys, but uh, nonetheless, he is a decent player that that can go deep into any draw. That said, I have a hunch that Papasol will use that Monfils match as a bit of a warm-up for what will be his main focus in this tournament, and that is the doubles with Daniel Nestor. Daniel Nestor is appearing in his sixth Olympics. He is the 2000 Olympic uh, doubles champion. It's a remarkable story in all accords. It gets a little, you know, the funny thing about doubles and their double specialists is that they don't get the attention that they deserve necessarily, so Daniel Nestor doesn't, but this is kind of the event that, will probably, especially if they win a few matches in this doubles tournament, provide an opportunity for, for Canada and Canadians to really respect and understand what kind of career Daniel Nestor has had. Uh, the most successful Canadian tennis player of all time, albeit in the doubles field, which doesn't get as much attention as they said. They are the seventh seed in this event. Uh, they are lined up that they would have to get through the Murray brothers in the semifinals, the way the, the, the tournament is set up right now. Uh, to get back to a gold medal, it would be a remarkable story if Daniel Nestor could end his career. And this is probably his final season. Most most suspect that he stuck around to play in one last Olympics. It would be a remarkable accomplishment. And as I said, 
Wouldn't shock me if Popasol doesn't necessarily throw his singles match, but uses his singles match as a warm-up for what he is mostly focused on, and that's the doubles, where they do have a medal chance as the seventh seed in a field of 32. Um, on the female side for Canada, Ginny Bouchard is in this tournament. What a difference 18 months makes. I mean, we've talked to death about Ginny Bouchard on Game Set Podcast, on our other platforms here and there, on, on the roundtable when we do it. Uh, Jeannie has been a topic of conversation that's almost been talked to death in this country and by us. Uh, she, who knows what's going on inside her head. Uh, she was, she's a comet. She's an absolute comet in the sense that she was, she blazed high and fast and, and hot uh, to begin with. And we all anticipated that that trajectory was just going to keep going up and up and up. But unfortunately, it crashed pretty quick. It burnt out in the atmosphere. Whether or not she can get back in track is a question that is not going to be necessarily answered in Rio. However, by having a decent performance in Rio, that might go some ways to getting her confidence back. Um, she doesn't have a great draw. Uh, she is up against a Pakistani uh, woman in her first round draw. On the singles side, if she does get through her, and there's no guarantee with Jeannie at this point in time, let's be blunt, but if she does, she'd be seated higher, so she'd be expected to. Uh, she's right in with the number two seed uh, in her second match. So she'd have to get through Kerber in the second round. So that doesn't mean she's on not on Serena's side of the draw, which is something. So if you were to pull that upset against Kerber, then, you know, Jeannie Bouchard is someone that went to a Wimbledon final. So she is capable, but we're not too sure where her head is. Uh, she was with uh, Dabrowski on the, on the double side. They were invited in. Uh, again, tough draw. They, if they get through their first round opponents, uh, which they're probably 50-50 to do so, then they're straight up against the Williams sisters in round two. So not much expected there. And, uh, you know, Jeannie's not necessarily a doubles uh, specialist anyway. But this is one of the events I suspect that Canadians will be playing a lot of attention to, even with Milos not in it, uh, especially that Nestor Popisil doubles pairing, who, as I said, is, is a medal contender and... It would be a remarkable story if they were to finish Daniel Nestor's career with an Olympic medal. All right. On that note, we're going to end the tennis preview. We'll be back in a little bit with another one here. Until that time, we'll see you on the other side. You were listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. Visit us, sportspodcastingnetwork.com.